up, everybody? How we doing? Hope you're doing well. Hope the new year is treating you well so far. I am Meryl Wilson, and I am your host of the Bold Women Podcast. And seated next to me, who's waiting ever so patiently to pipe in, is my co-host, Maria Weiler. What's up, everybody? <laughs> Hi. Hello. I'm getting so much better at waiting. True? Yes. Thank you. Well, maybe in this couple episodes. I Because I've been trying to be conscious about it. <laughs> well, we got a good one for you today. Yep. We decided to start off the season with a bang, talking about the feels, you know. And um, now, today, we thought it might be appropriate to talk about habits. Everyone's in this new year, new me. Ooh. New, year, new year, new me. We're going to try some, try and do whatever. Quit doing something. Quit doing start something. Doing start something. doing something. Who's to say? Okay. Dictionary definition of a habit. Would you like to also say, again, since we're starting a new year, which dictionary you prefer? Miss Wordsmith? Always the Oxford. Okay. Until they start until they start jacking around, then we don't know where we're going because we'll have to find something else. But right now, this is from the Oxford. Go ahead. A settled or regular tendency or practice, especially one that is hard to give up. The American Journal of Psychology defines a habit as a more or less fixed way of thinking, willing, or feeling acquired through previous repetition of a mental experience. And there's an associated image where the, like, to that uh, the American Journal of Psychology that I looked at, um, there's like a triangle and at the top is like it says Q and then it points down to routine and then points to reward until we get back to another Q mm. and start the habit all over again. Like that's a cycle of a habit. Yeah. Um, for contrast, I looked up the definition of discipline, and I found this on Wikipedia. Okay. And I know. Oh. I know. I looked at the Oxford Dictionary one, and I was like, I need something that's got a little more a little more meat to it. So Oomph. this one says, um, you know, the practice of training people to obey rules or a code of behavior, a branch of knowledge, typically one studied in higher education. Discipline is used to create habits, routines, and automatic mechanisms and may be inflicted on others or oneself, mm. which brought me to thinking about, like, for me, a habit seems more like a way to soothe. Like, yeah, it's, to me, I said a habit really is like circular and maybe even passive. Like there's habits that people have that they, they probably don't even realize that they even Very do good. or participate in sometimes. And I think also like habits don't may not necessarily like accomplish much mm, aside from potentially point. like damaging, like depending on what the habit is. And then I thought like, okay, so in contrast to that a discipline involves like a shift in one's mindset and then committing to that and it involves like learning excelling and increasing your knowledge about the subject or activity and then applying it to like your daily life so spot on i would agree with that cool glad you do glad you do we've got tons of notes today we got lots of stuff we got to lots talk of about. stuff to talk about i think w- along those lines of like self or self soothing kind of thing in the habit side of oh gosh you can see okay this is true confession and I hate that I have to say this but I'm 38 years old and I still will like pick at my nails or like I'll bite on the edge of my nail um if I get really uncomfortable or if I um get really really stressed 
I'll like pick at my fingers. That's like a bad, like you were talking about. It's a habit that we do to like self soothe. I don't know why I do it. I hate that I do it, but like I'll catch I've done myself. That before. I do that. Yeah. I used to bite my nails as a kid. My dad did those too. So I think it was yeah. also like, just like, you observing. see that right there, but it's one of those. I literally just, I looked down at myself when you were talking about habits I'm not anxious or anything, but I was just literally just kind of, I had my one finger in my hand. I was just, just kind of picking at my nail and I was like, why, why are you doing that? Yeah. Like just, but it, it's, what, it's what it made me think of. Yeah. But, um, man, and I think discipline, I like where it said, um, where'd it go? Where, where it turns into an automatic mechanism that may be inflicted mm. on others for oneself. Like discipline eventually becomes automatic, but it doesn't start out right as automatic. Right. And I think it's still one of those discipline. I think of going to the gym, right? That there is still ultimately this, the difference between habit and discipline is discipline. I think at some point can always become where you don't do it anymore, but like it takes a cognitive thought for a long time until it becomes there versus, okay, I'm just repeating everything you just said. So, well, I think, um, I guess we can take working out for example, it's like, um, with a habit, trying to think I'm trying to think of like a habit that somebody would have um gosh wow I'm really <laughs> just striking out my brain is like <laughs> melting right now um uh, okay let's just take smoking for example mm. um it's more about the the hand to mouth movement and I, th- I know that that's, like, psychological, too. Um, and that's kind of the issue is, like, it's just bringing yeah. your hand to your mouth. You do that when you eat food. Like, so it's just natural. It's yeah. kind of like a, like I said, it was like a, like, can even be a mindless thing. It's like you or like the oral fixation, too. I've heard that about it. Like, it's, yeah. it's something A discipline is something, like, for me, or at least I think, like, okay, like, taking your example of like going to the gym and stuff like I can quit going to the gym and I can take time off from going to the gym but like I'm always thinking about it Mm -hmm. and not in a bad way like I'm thinking about like well I really need to get back to that because it makes it makes this area of my life better it improves things and it's um and then I'm like conditioning my body to to want that and need it to be yeah yeah to be better and all that the uh i think that was oh my gosh you're doing great bang my head on the table here (laughs) okay spot on though with the habit side of when you mentioned to like it's i feel like almost like habits tend to not be good and disciplines tend to be good yeah generally speaking yeah it's like yeah it's like habits i mean People say, okay, for example, uh, I think some, I think they ah. can be, they can be easily misconstrued. Be, yeah, very true. Because people can be like, oh, well, I have a habit of like brushing my teeth like four times a day. And I'm like, well, you can also brush your teeth too much. Yeah. Maybe that is a habit because you're doing it too much and yeah. you're freaking wondering why the, why your gums are bleeding and your, <laughs> the roots of your teeth are exposed. Yeah. I mean, yeah. okay. Well, going a little hard. Anyway. Do you need a softer toothbrush? Maybe you should get an electronic <laughs> one. Um, my mom worked for a dentist office, so funny you use that one. 
Yeah, I don't know. For I so many years. About that. Because, well, because, I mean, it's like a daily thing that you're supposed to do. Yeah. It does improve, like, your health or whatever. But I would say that's more, that would fall more into the category of a discipline. Because if you want to live a healthy lifestyle, you're going to do things that are in line with that, right? You know, taking care mm-hmm. of the temple, making sure that everything's okay mm-hmm. to the best of your ability, right? I think sometimes, too, our habits also come from, like, deep wounds where... Yes. Like, I know we talked about, like, self-soothing, but we do something because it has gotten us through this long. Mm -hmm. And then the idea of losing that habit, Mm -hmm. we don't know how to be without that habit. Yeah. So it gets a little scary to even somewhat give it up. Yeah. Or, yeah. What are some, okay, I'm going to go into our questions. What are some habits you picked up from childhood? Where'd you get it and why are you still doing it? And am I still doing it? Some Uh habits picked up from childhood. I pick at my hair a lot. Yeah? Yeah. Like, I, like, check for split ends all the time. Really? Oh, yeah. And especially <laughs> if I'm, like, uh, trying to... <laughs> I will, and I and I hate seeing it, so I, like, because I, it's, like, uneven. Yeah. And I know that I have a thing. Yeah, Byron's, like, looking at his Byron's looking now. at his... Yeah. <laughs> Get that trimmed, bro. It's okay. You can grow your hair out. Byron, when's the last time you had your hair cut? Five years ago? Sir, you need a trim. <laughs> just a trim. Just like an inch or two. Okay. That's still going to grow, you know? Okay. Anyway. I just right. had to ask. I know. I, I've been curious about it for a long time. Byron has a mane. You guys should see his hair. Flowing and it's and it's got like this pretty wave to it. He gets on stage to lead worship and it's like... <laughs> The clouds part. (laughs) 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 Enter Byron's Byron's (laughs) flowing locks. Exactly what I was going to say. My favorite was when you and Susan dressed up as twins for Halloween and she like curled her hair so it matched your wave. And you guys had identical, identical manes that day. That was awesome. Uh, yeah, that, so that's mine. I've had that habit for a long time. Got you. I just pick at my hair and I do it like, and I also, I know that I use it. Okay. This is like a psycho. Okay. Meryl, you got issues. You want to talk about having issues? (laughs) Well, I feel like picking at your hair is a lot different than not processing emotion well. I know why I do it. Like, I know that like, if I am putting off something that is stressing me out, like Mm. I will, I'll sit there and just like look at my hair and I'll pick at my hair or whatever. And, um, cause I'm avoiding, Mm. (laughs) um, I'm avoiding having to do something that I don't want to do usually. Yeah. Or, yeah, or it's like kind of like a, I don't know. But yeah, it accomplishes nothing. At all. At all. Yeah. Well, no, you're I'm sure every hairstylist, every hairstylist is probably shuddering to hear me say that. Sorry, Jamie. Jamie Jamie does my hair. (laughs) Jamie does my hair too. Jamie, if you're listening to this, can you please comment on, does that make you shudder? Probably. I'll have to ask her. My sister does hair and she's like, I don't care. I mean, I'm going to cut it. So, yeah. My favorite, last time I, I think I fell asleep in, um, so where we get our hair done, the shampoo room, I'm going to be real honest, they have like these, like oh, your head nice isn't, nice. like your neck isn't just lodged yeah, in this chair. Yeah. They have like supportive headrests in there. Your girl fell asleep last time I was in there, just waiting for, because my color was sitting. Mm-hmm. I was like, I remember it was like, hey Jamie, I think I just fell asleep for a little bit. She just laughed. 
Um, shout out to you, Jamie, for doing a great job on hair. She does. Guys. She works at Soper Salon, so you should go. You book should her. go book her. Uh, she's got a waiting list, so once you get an appointment with her, you better rebook. You better. Yeah. Sorry about it. She's it. so good. Color wizard. I will. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, anyway. So tangent. Um. Okay, this is funny talking about habits. So I tend to pop my knuckles. If I had to pick one mm. terrible habit that I know I mentioned, like I pick up my fingers, but I will pop my knuckles frequently through the day. And um, that's a really bad one that I still have. And I remember the first time I ever did it, I was in my grandmother's kitchen in Templeton. Um, I anybody ever hear of Templeton Rye? The whiskey? The whiskey. That is yes. where, um, small town, and that is where my family's from is Templeton. So you can, I, I think they actually had to seal up back in the day. You could used to be able to go. So the whole thing with the rye is they would hide it during the prohibition in the tombstones of the priests. And then that's how you would pass it around. And so you could still like even a couple of years ago, go into the tombstones. Sounds creepy, but you could, there'd be like rye in there. But now I guess people are starting to do so much whatnot. They had to seal it up, but yeah, it was certain tombstones that you could go and open it up. Anyways, that's beside the point for the story. But I was in my grandma's kitchen in Templeton and I popped my knuckles and I remember like the feeling in my hands and I, I never popped my knuckles before that moment. And my grandma looked at me and then she slapped my hands. And then I was like, <gasps> and I was a little like little kid. And then this was even just a few years ago, I was in her kitchen and I did it. <laughs> and she looked at me and she said, you are still doing that. <gasps> And I said, yeah, grandma. I was like, I, and I, I said, remember when you slapped me? And she looked at me. She said, I should have slapped you harder. I was like, oh, oh okay, grandma. But anyway, Graham's geez, okay. darn. She's, she's spitfire. I love her so much. Um, but yeah, so that was, that's one that I can vividly remember. And I remember the tile in her kitchen was like that 70s yellow. Oh, all oh, throughout yeah. locked in. But there's that for you. Nice. Um, nice. nice. Have you ever had any bad habits you were able to successfully break? Yes. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. Yes, yes. Smoking them cigs, man. Look at you go. I had my first cigarette when I was 14 in the back of my friend's car. We were out gravel traveling. If you don't know what that means for small town Iowa, that means you're just out cruising around <laughs> on gravel roads <laughs> with your friends. <laughs> Doing hood rat things like smoking cigarettes uh, underage, which is what I did. Before a football game. And, uh... <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm just taken <laughs> back to... <laughs> what? Like, I'm taken back to our hometown. And sometimes I'm picturing you, all the... Sometimes you would drink in the backseat of someone's car. <laughs> it's fun. Not smart. <laughs> but it was a good time. Like, what else are you going to do? All right. Uh, yeah, so that... <laughs> I I don't know why. Okay, I've never heard it for all my life called gravel traveling. You haven't s- gravel traveling? Okay, what? No, I. T- <laughs> What'd you call it? What'd you call it? Did you ever do it? Go and drive like driving someplace. You and you're on a gravel road. I just never drove on gravel roads to just drive on. I hated driving on gravel. Yeah, same. But that's what you did when you're doing hood rat things with your friends. I remember driving on gravel to get to Roseman or um, Swinging Bridge. For what? To check if the ghosts were there? Yeah. Okay. Well, see, you guys, look at how wholesome <laughs> Maria is. <laughs> I'm like, I had my first cigarette at 14. <laughs> I had my first, what did I, my first drink was like a freaking Zima or, yeah. 
You guys know about Smirnoff Ice? Well, <laughs> <laughs> what do you know about Zemus? <laughs> I don't like, even know if they're still around. <laughs> what is this? Like the Dr. Thunder of? <laughs> is it? I don't know. I don't think so. I think they're like, they're more like Smirnoff Ice. <clears throat> I'm saying it would be like the Dr. Pepper of Smirnoff Ice. Anyway. Anyways. I can't. Smoking a lightly carbonated alcoholic beverage made by Coors. Alternative to beer. Now often referred to as a Kula. Also spelled C-O-O-L-E-R, not Kula. (laughs) (laughs) I know, but it's a Kula. (laughs) You can't. Oh, it was discontinued in 2008. Oh. 2017 came popular in 2017. It came back? 2019 and won't be available anymore. Okay, well, well we're gonna <laughs> ship sailed. Anyway, <laughs> bad habit that I was breaking was smoking cigs. And, um, <laughs> sorry, gravel traveling is still <laughs> tripping me up. Yeah. Ask any one of my friends, they'll tell you. Okay, so, yeah, I smoked cigarettes. Started when I was 14. <clears throat> And then I also had, well, I had a friend whose parents smoked, and so we would just, like, smoke in their basement. They had no idea. Yeah. So, because they smoked in the house. So they wouldn't be able they to. They had no idea. And then we'd come home smelling, like, freaking ashtrays, and no one know be because like, cause yeah, it's their parents, parents smoke in the house. So, yeah. you know. Well, yeah. So, yeah. I would like to say I was brilliant, but it was just, I was sneaky, you know? I Can I, sneaky. I'm going to say this, though. What? I'm thinking, okay, I know we had this conversation, but I'm looking back at, like, musicians in, like, the 40s and 50s. Mm-hmm. And some of their voices, like, beautiful, raspy, and it's... That is from having, like, two and a half packs of cigarettes a day. Yeah, but look at the talent. The talent and what it did. <laughs> I need to see their insides. I know, right? Um. Uh, but yeah, I was never really that intense of a smoker. Um, when did I officially, officially quit? Yeah, what was, do you remember when your last one was? Uh, well. Or I mean your last. Yeah. Uh, no, like I don't remember the specific one? date. No, but I mean, it was like all throughout college because I worked in restaurants and bars and yeah. stuff. And that's like all high stress. And I used that to cope. With the stress. Yeah, which I mean, you do see that a lot in the restaurant world. Like yeah, for in sure. In the restaurant and food industry. And then I smoked some still by the time that I had moved to Kansas City. And then I think it was sometime after that that I quit. I think it was, it had to have been sometime in like 2013 yeah. or whatever. I briefly picked up smoking again um, when... I found out everything that led to my eventual divorce. Mm. So there was a period of time where I was what you mean? smoking some cigs then. I can't <laughs> take, guys, I wish you could see your face <laughs> every time. But, I mean, just stress, what stress does, right? Like yeah, it's, so, It's a yeah, stress coping. But I realized, like, I mean, but at that point, it was after a few weeks, I was like, I don't need to do this, and this is disgusting, and mm-hmm. I can't stand the smell of it. It sickens me. It's so gross. Um, But, yeah. Yeah. I have occasionally taken a couple pulls off of a vape before. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. But I mean, I don't like I'm not like seeking it out or fiending for it or anything, so. And the gravel drive gravel traveling. 
Are, are you sad you didn't get to go? Cause I Gravel think, traveling? I mean, I think you would have been really uncomfortable. You probably would have offered to drive us instead, but... <laughs> I would have been a driver. I would have been like, I'll drive you guys. Yeah. Like... <laughs> I mean, but we did a lot of that. Smoking weed, drinking, and smoking cigarettes. And I probably wouldn't have been there. Out on them gravel roads. On <laughs> them gravel roads. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that reminds me of... Okay, guys, there's a song that I hate to admit that I love so much oh no what is it jason aldean's a country song it's a country song but the version that i love what has i forget the rapper on it hold on it's got a rapper. it has a rapper on it hold on wait for it i gotta find it and it's talking about oh dirt road anthem jason aldean is the name of the song who's is the song Or if yeah, if you type in Dirt Road Anthem, it's gonna be able to pop that bad boy up. But that's probably one of my like I stupidly like that song. Oh my gosh. What is this? Is that a hoop earring? But no, you have to okay. I is he know. wearing hoops? I don't mind guys that wear hoops. I okay. You I am gonna hear oh me. Oh my out. gosh. You would say that. You have to look for because there's a version without a rapper on it too, Byron. He's looking for he's looking for it, but um, okay. And I'm not gonna lie, Meryl. I know you and I have had discussions on this. I do enjoy the dangly cross earring. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> Lord help us! Lord help us! Oh. I've got I, you know I've got guy friends that wear those. I've got freaking guy friends that wear pearls. So ludicrous. That's who it is. Ludicrous featuring Ludicrous Dirt Road Anthem. I love that song. Are we interrupting this for a second? So yeah, we, we are. This? I cannot believe Ludicrous. Ludicrous comes in in the middle. I don't know this. You don't know this? I don't know this. Yeah, I'm chilling on a dirt road. Oh my gosh. Back, George Jones. She's very Smoke excited. rolling guys. out the window. That's Meryl. <laughs> <laughs> Who else is sick now? I'm turning off a real life driving. That's right, I'm hitting easy street on the tires. Get ready. Back in the day, Potts Farm was a place to go. Oh, no. This is horrible. Okay, you gotta fast forward to get to Ludacris. Okay, Ludacris' part's coming up after this one. Get ready. And I'm feeling like a million dollars Stacked up all hundred dollar bills Got a whole six pack on ice But I'm riding on the hottest wheel Seat back and I'm curving, swerving With my pedal to the metal like I'm racing Turn it up and let the speaker scream for Mr. Algenia, I call him Jason Reminiscing on the good times Water balloon, super This is the best day of your life Smoke blowing out the window And all my problems Meryl again Just feel that summer breeze Lay back There you go, ladies and gentlemen. That is, I hate to admit that I love that song. I. (laughs) I am at a loss for words, and now this whole episode has been derailed because of that song. I don't even know what to say. 
I'm here for it. Okay. I don't know. Back to habits, though. To say. Yes, back to okay. habits. Okay. There is one of my favorite books. It is by, I think it's BJ Fogg, and it is called Tiny Habits. And it is one Bird of the. Huh? <laughs> and it is one of the. And he is, um, he's a professor out at Stanford. Huh? <laughs> He's a professor out at Stanford, and it is one of the <laughs> best books I've ever read on how to like break habits, pick up new, create disciplines. Okay, incredible. So if anybody's looking for a good book, resources, um, Tiny Habits, um, Big Results is what it's called by B.J. Fogg. Okay, F O double G. Okay, so there's that. Okay, so I, I do think what well mentioning just books. Can what are some like. What are some things that we can pull from, like from, from like through scripture, or like what are these these like this bigger picture habit, right? Like we were talking about how habits sometimes like help us self soothe, mm-hmm. or they. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Uh, okay, go ahead. I have a quote from a, a devotional in the Bible app that I did. Um, it was called Habits. Whoa! Whoa. <laughs> it was by um, Craig Rochelle from Life Church. What? Sorry, just I'm freaking out about. Her arm just went flailing. What? The the quote at the bottom of the screen is from BJ Fogg from Tiny Habits. The oh. book that. Oh, well, yeah. Okay, when we go ahead. Okay, but so. read yours and then we'll read that one. Okay, so um, <clears throat> he says, one of the biggest reasons people fail to keep good habits and break bad ones is because our distorted identity sabotages our success. That's good. Often, when we're ready to start something new or get rid of a bad habit, we make a plan based on what we'll do. Instead, we need to start with goals based on who our God is and who we want to be. Saying, I'm going to run a marathon is based on who you want on is based on what you want to do. Okay. Saying, I am fearfully and wonderfully made and by God's strength, I want to become a runner is based on who God is and who you desire to become. So this is an identity-based goal. And so we need to put who before do. That's really good. Habits are always a prescription for something. So good habits, like becoming part of a faith community, are good medicine. Bad habits, like isolating ourselves when we're struggling, are a prescription for further pain and despair. Ooh. Spot Yeah. On. I think that's great. Really good. Was good. Um, Twas. Twas. So these are from BJ Fogg. And this is from the tiny habits, the small changes that change everything. Um, And it says, people get sick, they take vacations, and have emergencies. We are not aiming at perfection here, only consistency. Keeping the habit alive means keeping it rooted in your routine, no matter how tiny it is. So his point Mm -hmm. of the book is, like, it could be he, one of the things he references, he wanted to floss his teeth. He wanted to become a person who does that. And he talked about how um, he, for the longest time, would make himself only floss one tooth. He said, and he was like, he's like, call me crazy. Whatever it is, he's like, but I got in the habit so much of even if just flossing one, eventually I flossed two and eventually I flossed three. And he said, I flossed my teeth for 20 years now, but it took him so long to build a habit because he never did it. But he started by flossing one tooth. So he's saying, like, no matter how little it is, do it. Um, This is another quote by him. It says, in contrast, you can't achieve an aspiration or outcome at any given moment. You cannot suddenly get better sleep. You cannot lose 12 pounds at dinner tonight. You can only oh, achieve aspirations and outcomes <laughs> over time if you execute the right specific behaviors. What does scripture have to say about this? I, my favorite scripture, one of my favorite scriptures in here. Do tell. 
is Romans 7, 15 through 25. And I think that this addresses perfectly because this speaks to the human condition. And so, this is Peter, right? Peter wrote Romans? Paul wrote oh, Romans. Oh, Paul. <laughs> Wrong P. My bad. Okay. <laughs> 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 she, she's still <laughs> she's still swerving like she's George Jones over here <laughs> oh my gosh okay you're gonna play that on your drive home <laughs> no, tonight no I will not yes, you, I will send it to you I will you can send it to me and I'm gonna click on it shoot girl okay Paul says not to be confused with Paul Wall, who's given everybody grills. <laughs> Let me see your what? See? Let me see your grills. See? See what I did there? Talking about flossing. Okay. Oh. <laughs> I didn't even tie that together. Okay, go ahead. Okay, I do not understand what I do. For what I want to do, I do not do. But what I hate, I do. And if I do what I do not want to do, I agree that the law is good. As it is. It is no longer I myself who do it, but it is sin living in me. So he's talking about his flesh, fleshly nature. Just doing whatever it wants. Freaking <laughs> stupid, sinful body that wants to do all the dumb things <clears throat> that are great for a moment. For I know that good itself does not dwell in me. That is in my sinful nature. For I have the desire to do what is good, but I cannot carry it out. For I do not do the good I want to do. But the evil I do not want to do, this is what I keep on doing. Now if I do what I do not want to do, it is no longer I who do it, but it is the sin living in me that does it. So I find this law at work. Although I want to do good, evil is right there with me. For in my inner being I delight in God's law, but I see another law at work in me, waging war against the law of my mind and making me a prisoner of the law of sin at work within me. What a wretched man I am. Who will rescue me from this body that is subject to death? Thanks be to God who delivers me through Jesus Christ our Lord. So then, I myself, in my mind, am a slave to God's law, but in my sinful nature, a slave to the law of sin. I love this scripture so much because it's just, like, I came across that when I was struggling with some stuff on my own, and then I was like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, this is saying exactly how I feel, like, and I, I actually came across another podcast. I cannot recall the name of it, but the guy was saying, like, if you're ever wondering if you are truly saved, if you are ever wondering, like, that tension will always be there. Will be there. Anytime that you sin, anytime you do something that you don't want to do, you're like, oh my gosh, why did I do that again? And trust me, if you haven't experienced that, you will at some point. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm like, throwing both hands up yeah i mean i've got my hands in there right now i'm I'm just like i i do this stuff all the time it's like every time i make a stupid mistake that i know i should not have done that i know i should have known better i freaking oh yeah you know i get so mad at myself and then you know but that's also like i was so glad to hear that clip it came from like instagram or something but i was so glad to hear that because it was just like you know that's a really comforting thing it's like okay, yes, I do know. I do know, like deep down in my heart of hearts, yeah. I am saved. At the end of the day, 
I'm going to go meet my maker and he is going to welcome me with open arms. Mm -hmm. And he loves me despite the fact that I sin and that I freaking miss the mark. And even though I don't want to, but if you, if you are not truly saved, you don't feel that tension. You're not going to, you will not feel that tension and you will do whatever you feel like doing. So I hope that is a comfort to somebody. Yeah. I think that's spot on. I think there's also that part two where it talks about, um, so then it says the very last part says, so then I am, so I myself in my mind am a slave to God's law, but my sinful nature is slave to the law of sin. Mm -hmm. And sometimes I think we can look at, and I know this is just me as a believer. There are times where it is hard. Like I see things in the world and sometimes I think, man, people, I mean, just, we've had conversations about this where I've been like, man, sometimes it looks like people are so much more free or they have so much more fun or they have, I mean, you could put the list of, of everything, but then it's that reminder of there still is a, like being a slave to sin. What that basically is saying there is that you still are a slave to something either way. Mm -hmm. Like you're either going to be a slave to sin and it's going to run you and you actually have no self-control and you have no rule and reign over what happens to you, what you do, you live for every fleeting feeling that you have. Um, and ultimately it will lead to like the wages of sin is death. Mm -hmm. Um, so it might not happen right away, but it will happen later or what it leads to, or I can be a slave to, you know, like that you're like, you're saying that tension of Mm -hmm. embracing that where, okay, what is, what's causing me to embrace is also causing giving me life yeah. and there's freedom in some of in that control and that self-restraint there's actually like protection and safety and freedom in that yeah am I describing that well yeah okay yeah that's good so what's a bad habit that you were able to break man <sighs> talking about me and my gravel traveling days okay this is gonna be one I was the Ooh. laziest kid okay I have two I feel like she's looking at me like, oh, but go my, on. But my parents used to have to force me to exercise. I am just like, I am waiting for Maria to say something that's like going to make my jaw drop to the floor of what I did. Yeah. Just something, <laughs> something that just makes me feel a little less ratchet. I, okay. <laughs> do, you, do you want me to tell you something <laughs> I was? No, just keep going. Go I on. can tell you something. I mean, like I've done things. Just let me put it all out there for everybody. Oh, I mean, I do. Okay. okay. Well, and okay, but you, this is from, you're asking from childhood. So I'm just, I know. No, I said, what's a, what is a bad habit? Oh, I was, okay. What is a habit? Do you want me to talk about my bad lazy? Because I feel like that's a bad habit and that broke. You're bad lazy. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Do tell about your bad lazy. But my parents <laughs> used to make me go shoot baskets or go outside. Um, and my mom said I used to throw a fit like 10 minutes. You want me to shoot the basket for 10 minutes? What would you have rather been doing? Laying down? I would have been, la- I would lay and watch TV. <laughs> I, lo- I was really good at that. But I'm so thankful that they made me exercise because now it's been, once that got ingrained in me, mm-hmm. it's a habit that I've had that's helped keep me healthy for a long time. Yeah. And now I absolutely love it. If I don't get exercise, I am not well. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I also, okay, this was when I was younger, younger. Guys, when I was a real little kid, I was a bad nose picker. Okay. You said bad habit. Uh, yep. And I remember my mom, used. To, there was a time she rewarded me. What is What does that look for? Just kidding. <laughs> Keep going. I wasn't smoking cigs on the dirt road, Meryl. I'm sorry. I can't be you. <laughs> but she had to reward me. I remember one time she was like, if you don't pick your nose today, I'll buy you a stuffed animal. And I was Whoa. like, Whoa. <laughs> Oh, oh, Maria. What? I'm proud of you for just putting that out there. <laughs> you, it was a bad habit I had as a kid. It'd be a great episode to <laughs> reference when I meet your future husband. I'd be like, "Hey, this was a problem." <laughs> At your wedding, I'm going to request Dirt Road Anthem, and I'm not going to have anything. <laughs> it's just going to come on, and I'm just going to look at Byron, and I'm going to be like, "Yeah, okay, well." So, who said you're invited? You. <laughs> yeah you are okay rude i'll show up if i wasn't <laughs> if you elope do not let me find out where it is because i will be there in the bushes like there won't be dj requests permitted i'll just play it on my phone from the background <laughs> after you say i do i'll just stick my phone up from the bush <laughs> and you just hear dirt road anthem uh, oh. but those are just some that i can think of when i was a kid um oh, i'm trying to think of any we did. We've just lived a little bit different. Yeah, lives. we sure did. We sure did. Um, this wasn't a habit. I mean, it was just something bad that I did. That probably wasn't great. In college, I was a streaker in college. Wait, what? <laughs> you said that you drop your would your jaw would drop. She's dropping now. <laughs> okay, Maria Guys. was a habitual streaker. Not habitual. It was well. You said it was a habit. Uh, that well, means you were doing it a well, lot. No, you wasn't. How many times did you do it? We would do it once a semester. That's not a habit. But go on. I do. Well, you just said you want me to tell you something that would yes, make your jaw that's drop. True. That's true. Go on. So no, it's not you a go habit. Shaking through the quad. No. So what? <laughs> I feel like okay. So what we would do? I this is gonna be just everywhere now. Y- yeah. Well, you started it. You said you wanted something that would make your jaw drop. I know. I needed something salacious, and I've got it now, so keep going. Do you going. feel better about yourself? I, I do. Okay. So what we would do <laughs> is every semester before, we would take finals. It was a group of us girls, and we would call it Moonlight Serenading. And, Let's go. And so we would go. So we would always have our professors would do this thing, and the professors would serve us breakfast food okay. at late at night and then afterwards we'd always get together and then we would pick a different athletic field okay and our goal was by the time we left college was to go streaking on every athletic field did you accomplish it yes let's go i think we missed the cross-country course but that really was like back in the woods so like there was no yeah, that would have been weird it would have been weird um but yeah we hit almost did anyone see you once <laughs> We heard someone yelling, and then we just dropped. So, uh, <laughs> but anyways, there you go. Um, That's quite a story. I mean, we did. 
Okay, one of my favorites, one of my friends. I just have to say this. Go ahead. This is a good story. There's, there's two great stories. One was one of my friends had to tie her shoe and we were out at the soccer field and she like tried to hide behind the goalpost and we're like, bro, you can't. It's pretty narrow. It's pretty, it's pretty <laughs> narrow. And like, we all see you anyways. It was just funny. And then the other one, my friend, it's, it's, she was, uh, she had a broken, I don't know if it was like broken leg or sprained something. She had like a boot on. So she did it. We, this is when we did the track. We ran a 400. <laughs> And she waited for us all at the end. And she sprinted the last hundred meter dash in her boot. <laughs> like <the whole> sh- <laughs> okay. Anyways, that was. There you go. Do I you feel? That. Do you feel better? No, I love that. It's still so wholesome. How is that still so wholesome? I don't. How is that campus? How is that the most wholesome? Like, because you're just with your friends, you know, like. You were just with your friends on your dirt road driving, your dirt road riding. What's it called? <laughs> your dirt road cruise. What would you call it? Dirt road cruising? Is that what cruising? You, no. Dirt road, what was it? Gravel traveling. Gravel traveling. <laughs> <laughs> I literally cannot contain myself. That was high school. You're talking about your college days, and that yeah. was like still wholesome, you know? I'm sorry <laughs> to fail you. No, it wasn't. It it was good. It's just, <laughs> I... You said, love end that. quote, I would like something that would make my jaw drop. That one oh. did. That took me by surprise. I am impressed. Thank you. Somehow it still ended up being <laughs> like, wow, what a sweet story. <laughs> like fun college memories with her friends. <laughs> I love it. Well, so there you go. Okay. There was, yeah. It's more of a tradition than a habit. It's more tradition than habit. It was tradition. Not probably the smartest, but tradition nonetheless. Well, look at me. <laughs> I didn't make many smart decisions, so. There you have it. There you have it. Mm-hmm. Or as they say, Bob's your uncle. Bob's your uncle. <laughs> <coughs> Let's go through some scripture. Okay. So um, you just read that one, 2 Timothy 1, 7. Yeah. This is from the NIV. It says, for the spirit of God give does not, uh, for the spirit of God, uh, for the <laughs> Whoa, what? 2 Timothy 1, 7. <laughs> for the spirit God gave us does not make us timid, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. A reminder that our identities are not to be found in fear. Oh, Whoa. come on, Weiler, coming Whoa. for me. What did we just talk about last week? That Dang. my first go-to emotion is dun, dun, dun. fear. Or can I say that I've been working on not sliding into fear? Yeah, look at you. She's Hebrews. Ch- she is a changing woman. You guys, don't, you're not even know me by the end of 2024. Well, let's hope not. 2024, no more. Hebrews 10 24 whoa Maria who NIV let us and let us consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds not giving up meeting together as summers in the habit of doing but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day approaching what does this mean get in godly community to be held accountable for making changes and to encourage others as they set goals for themselves Mm, that's good James 4, 2, NIV. We got a lot of scripture here. Yeah. Okay. If you desire but do not have. So, okay. Whoa, 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 team. Sorry. I was, 
Byron was scrolling. Okay, can you scroll back down a little bit? Because the light there, perfect. Okay, James 4.2 says, you desire, but you do not have, so you kill. You covet, but you cannot get what you want, so you quarrel and fight. You do not have because you do not ask God. Ask for help. This is, our, this is the thought behind it. Ask for help. When we ask for help, we're taking ourselves out of our own understanding and thinking we can handle things on our own and allowing God to handle what we were not meant to. Mm. So that's good. And then do you that's want good. do you want Philipp- you read? I can read Philippians. Yeah, you want to read that one? Yeah. Kay. Philippians 3, 12 through 14. Not that I have already obtained all this or have already arrived at my goal, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Brothers and sisters, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it. But one thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead, I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. So basically, <clears throat> Paul's saying, when you miss the mark, be kind to yourself. Ask for forgiveness. Let it go. Try again. Yeah. That's what that's that sums up like your process for if you're trying to like break a bad habit or whatever. Like when you miss it, be kind. Mm-hmm. Ask for forgiveness. Go let on. it go. Move on. Try again. Agreed. Um, okay. Do you thinking of like how we can move forward with this? How do we go from consciously doing things we don't want to be doing over and over again to being more intentional? Continuously doing, you mean? Rather than consciously. <laughs> yeah. All right. That's exactly what I mean. <laughs> how do we <laughs> How do we go from continuously doing things we Guys, don't? Guys, thanks for hanging in with us this episode. Watch. Yeah, I don't know. Something's in the air. It's um, all right. We're here for it though. <laughs> How do we go from continuously doing things we don't want to be doing over and over but to being more intentional? Uh, something my brother told me recently. Mm. Okay, so James. James. We see you, James. James is a s- ridiculously smart individual. Like, this dude... His entire life has been what I call a tinkerer. And basically, he has always, like, taken things apart, likes to see what things are made of, and then puts it all back together. He did that to all of his gaming systems. I think my mom's vacuums. Like, I mean, just... Oh, my gosh. He would just take things apart, put them back together, because he just loved figuring out how things worked. And he... Did you ever want to be an engineer? Uh, No. Hmm. But he was recently, okay, so listen to this. So even even with the help of YouTube, I, this just boggles my mind, but he was recently building a radon mitigation system for his house. And he was like posting some of it like on his stories and stuff. And I was, I just responded to it. And I was just, you know, admiring that. And I was like, you have, I was like, you have always just been so good about like building things. And you're so good about just, you know, taking on new challenges and learning new things. And it's just so cool. I just love that. I think that's so awesome that you, that you do that. And he said, I've just been able to turn off the can't feature Mm. in his mind. And I think that adapting that mindset can like really have an impact if you're trying to change habits and adopt new disciplines. And that made me think of that when I was like looking over today's notes and stuff. I was like, that's so great. I actually told a friend that today too, because they were talking about um, wanting to um, get back in the habit of um, like just 
wanting to work out again and things like that. And I straight up said that to her. I said, I said, you have to, it's a mindset shift. You have to turn off the can't feature in your mind. Mm -hmm. And, um, I think I left her speechless. I don't remember if she responded to it yet, but that's so, I, I remember reading that in the notes and I was just thinking of that even for anything of anything. Cause I tend to be too of like, Oh, if I do something, I want to do it well. So if I know I'm not going to do it well, I don't, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it versus being like, turn off that can't and just try, like, just do it. Just just give it a whirl. Like, I'm so proud of you for trying, Mm -hmm. like how many people don't, um, it makes me think of a quote once I get no clue where it came from, but it talked about how the richest, the richest place in the world is actually the cemetery because it's full of ideas that people never even tried. Whoa. Are you being for real? Are you being sarcastic? I'm right being now? for real. Yeah. Like the wealthiest place. It's something wow. along the lines of that, but like how it's a cemetery because it's full of people who had brilliant ideas, All but were too afraid to try it. Oh my gosh. Um, it was it Miles Monroe. Yeah. Okay. Miles Monroe. Love that. So, um, that's I just amazing. Think, that's a great quote. And just thinking about how, and also a little sad, but sad, but great. just thinking about inventions and cures and all sorts of things that are just there for because you didn't want to try I remember having a conversation with a friend we were talking about exercising and I remember one of the things um challenging them in a way because it was like something that like I've had to do with my like my thought with it is well this is what I do it's I don't like to not give myself the option of like do I want to do this or not tomorrow it's well Maria Weiler does this so that's what you're going to do. Like I go to the gym. I'm not saying you don't take days off. Oh my gosh, take days off. I just literally had two months off that I had to like get myself back in gear, but we're back in routine now. Yeah. But, um, where it's that, well, this is what I do. So it's not, Oh, this is what I'm like. We were talking about like, this is what I'm going to do. I want to be this. It's like, well, this is what Maria Weiler does. Like, this is who she is. Why do I do this? Because this is what I I do this because I want to be healthy and like the healthy version of myself goes yeah, and does this so many times a week or whatever. Mine's similar, except uh, mine was just like, I say it was a word, a word that I got from God because it was basically just, I mean, and I've said this before, but it's bears repeating. Um, You can't, you can't do the things that you used to do. You can't do things the way that you used to do them either. That's so good. And it's just like, it was just a, it, but it's the same, it's the same kind of concept that you're describing with, with yours, <clears throat> but it's the refusal mm-hmm. to accept anything other than like what that, what that standard is there. Yeah. It's like, okay, this is what the standard is. This is who Maria is. And Meryl, this is who you are not anymore. Mm-hmm. And so therefore you have to keep doing this. Yeah. And also, I mean, I was talking to somebody about this not too long ago. It's like, I'm freaking getting older. And if I have, if I have children one day too, just thinking about my physical fitness mm-hmm. part, like that's also something I think about too. It's like, I don't want to be, I don't want my children if I have multiple, but at the very least, if I have a kid, I don't want my kid growing up and going, I only spent time with like one of my parents, mm-hmm. like my only one of my parents was able to like play with me and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. I want to be able to like chase my kid around in the yard or um, just g- 
getting down on the floor and then like getting up getting like multiple up. times, climbing stairs and things like that. Like, yeah, man, I got when I go to my sister's and she's got her two little boys there. Oh my gosh, it is tiring. It's go time all the time with those guys. There are just a couple of tornadoes. I love them so much. They're so wonderful and so sweet. But like, man, it's <laughs> you are on. Yeah, and I I can imagine like I'm like yeah, this is exactly why I need to be in good shape because if this is my future, then I want to be able to keep up with them, and mm-hmm. you know that helps that helps motivate me too sometimes. But ultimately, it's that you're not who you used to be anymore, so you're not permitted to do anything that right. you once you, used you to do. Yeah, you can't do that. And and what I once used to do was give myself excuses to not go work out consistently mm-hmm. and to like not not do that if I. You can't go feel like it. Gravel traveling. Nope. <laughs> no, can't go gravel traveling. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it just trips me up. I just can't believe you've never heard of that. I've before. never once heard that term before. I can't believe we're still we're circling back around to this, but I'm just blown away. Oh my gosh. I feel like I should have heard it. Ask Whitney Sheeler or Regan or Melissa. I will. I'll shoot them messages tonight. Yeah, you could, you should be like, I've never heard of this. Is this a thing? Yeah, and we'd just be like, LOL. Yes, it is. My favorite, okay, that just reminded me of this. And I know this is a little off topic, <laughs> but I'm going to say it. So, Meryl, like Meryl just said, we would say, LOL, yes, it is. One of my favorite Meryl memories of when we first kind of got back in touch. Oh, uh-oh. Meryl just wrote, LOL, 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 And it was like a lot of LOs back to back. And then she said, that means I'm laughing really hard. Like, ex- you explained it as, <laughs> that's me laughing really hard. And I don't know why, it just made me. I wanted to make sure that she knew that I was actually, like, physically laughing. Laughing. Behind, behind typing that phone. out. <laughs> behind typing that out because you can write lol or you can send the laugh crying face but like i really meant it you you did just send me a solo lol today (laughs) what'd you say i was talking about my eyebrows growing back in oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) would you guys have heard my if you've been listening good thanks they do look good i think the color is fine is it okay yeah well it's just darker than what was on the box so i was like whoa no i think it looks fine okay Anyway, um, but yeah, so you guys have heard my dilemma about I'm trying to regrow my eyebrows out. And then Meryl was talking about how like you can't tweeze them for a very long time. And I was like, well, I don't tweeze them. I just get on the <laughs> under part. And then she was like, you can't touch any of it. And then I was crying face. And then she just put she LOL'd me just one <laughs> solo. Yeah. But yep. anyways, take that however you want to. Whatever you thought. Habits. Bad habits, over tweezing eyebrows. Thank uh, you, 1990s. Yeah. I think a lot of people struggle I think a with lot that. of people struggle with that. <laughs> and then it's the, like you see him growing and then it's like, no. Yeah. Or the, okay, you know I've had to start tweezing. Oh, no, don't say it. <laughs> You've already talked about streaking. Are you going to add this to it? You talked about picking your nose also. <laughs> <laughs> as a child <laughs> no, okay i'm not gonna <laughs> well no we I all know like we all know what you're gonna say but I, what i mean what am i gonna really say feel like it what were you gonna say well you got some freaking chin hairs or something no i wasn't gonna say my chin hair <laughs> i don't have chin hair <laughs> thankfully what i was gonna say my upper lip the corner of my upper lip 
I get once I hit 30. Sweet mother of pearl. (laughs) I'm sorry. Do you not? Do you not? I dermaplane my face, so it all goes. Well, that's what I need to do. Goes away. I need to do that. Yeah. How do you do that? Can you do it for me? No. Uh, mm. Go see an esthetician. They would be happy to do it for you. Well, I want to teach myself how to do it because I want the can't feature turned off in my brain. Well, we've got a friend that could probably tell you. Her name's Roberta. Yeah, Bertie, you could teach me how to dream and play my face. She'd probably tell you to just come in and see her. It's true. I do it myself, but I'm, I do not. I should not. You should not do it yourself, but you do? Yeah. Don't, isn't it just like a blade and you just take it across Yeah, but sometimes skin? you can make yourself break out and stuff because it can be too harsh or whatever. That's why they say go to an esthetician because they're going to know the right way to do it so that it doesn't, it doesn't cause out. your face to freak out. Mm. Yeah. Makes sense. I feel like you just put all my business out there on this episode. I mean, yeah. You learned a lot about you today. I kind of like that. Sometimes, you know, I feel like there's been a couple episodes where you've like withheld some stuff, so... We're well, in 2024 now. It's time to just uh, open up some more, you know? Well, I feel like there's also, okay, the episodes we've talked about that, mm-hmm. I still do what? Never mind. Okay. Anyways, do you have any other thoughts on habits? Uh, No. Okay. I don't. Okay. That was a, uh, thanks for coming thanks along for the ride. <laughs> what a ride it was. What a ride it was. <laughs> Guys, if you liked today's episode, if you liked it even, if you're still here. Yeah, if you're still listening, take a screenshot and post it to your story and tag us. We want to hear from you, what you liked about the topics we discussed. Find us on all the socials. Like us, subscribe us, rate us, leave reviews, slide into our DMs. Let's chat. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. All right, we love you all. Bye. Bye.